WATV Radio seeks to inform and engage the Bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Hello, Bride. Are you a writer? Or do you have a story to tell and maybe you need a little help with your writing? Well, go to Treehouse Publishers today. We can help you achieve your dream. Dreams come true in our house. Do you have a book just waiting in your spirit to come out and share with the world? Well, Treehouse Publishers will help you to achieve your dream. Write that book today. Sell your book in London, in Africa, and many other countries. Let your tree bear much fruit with Treehouse today. Go to www.gotreehouse.org. Okay, Bride, we are now into the second book of Samuel. And you know what? Uh, The king, Saul, has just passed away and all three of his sons in the same day. Very sad, and to know that the day before he died, he sought familiar spirits, which means he sought the devil because he could not hear God anymore. The voice of the Lord had been cut off from him. Why? Because of his sin and disobedience. And this should be a lesson to us. If we're not hearing God, we need to be asking why, Lord. Is there a way that I have disobeyed you, Lord? Or are you causing me to seek you further? But, Bride, the way that we seek him is not through familiar spirits, tarot cards, um, you know, all of those types of people. We don't go down that road. We don't go after witchcraft. We don't go after, um, you know, I can't even think of what they're called, but. Uh, We're not to do that. We go after the Lord Himself. We seek after God. And we just, even if we cannot hear His voice at the moment, we continue, read His Word, pray, and allow God to change our heart and to speak to us. So anyways, now we're in 2 Samuel, and David, we're about to see David take the throne. So this is going to, we're on an adventure, Bride. Remember when we first started this, Oh, Lord, we started this the first of the year, and we asked the Lord, help us to read the Bible within one year. And we want to receive the scrolls in our heart. We want to literally eat the Word. 
and we ask God to have the Holy Spirit take us on an adventure and to have the Word come to life and to teach us who He really is. This is why we're digging in the Word this year. Because we want to know His Word. We know now there's an apostasy out there. There's false Jesus out there. Another Jesus. They're teaching a Jesus that is not in this Word. And a lot of the things that I learned over the years from ministers, I just believed it lock, stock, and barrel. I never double-checked with the Word. But since God revealed all that, now I'm checking the word for myself for sure. And so now that's why we're going through the Bible from A to Z. Lord, teach us yourself. Holy Spirit, teach us. Okay, here we go. So second book of Samuel. And it says that it does not know who the author is. Uh, it's an unknown author. Uh, and it's otherwise called the second book of Kings, which... I doubt that because we do have 1st King and 2nd Kings coming up. But anyways, here we go. Uh, chapter 1. And remember, the man talking is from the YouVersion app. That's where the... 2nd book. book of Samuel, chapter 1. Now it came to pass after the death of Saul, when David was returned from the slaughter of the Amalekites, and David had abode two days in Ziklag, it came even to pass on the third day that, behold, a man came out of the camp from Saul with his clothes rent and earth upon his head. And so it was when he came to David that he fell to the earth and did obeisance. And David said unto him, From whence comest thou? And he said unto him, Out of the camp of Israel am I escaped. And David said unto him, How went the matter? I pray thee, tell me. And he answered, that the people are fled from the battle, and many of the people also are fallen and dead. And Saul and Jonathan his son are dead also. Aww. And David said unto the young man that told him, How knowest thou that Saul and Jonathan his son be dead? And the young man that told him said, As I happened by chance upon Mount Gilboa, behold, Saul leaned upon his spear, and lo, the chariots and horsemen followed hard after him. And when he looked behind him, he saw me, and called unto me, and I answered, Here am I. And he said unto me, Who art thou? And I answered him, I am an Amalekite. He said unto me again, Stand, I pray thee, upon me, and slay me. For anguish is come upon me, because my life is yet whole in me. So I stood upon him, and slew him, because I was sure that he could not live after that he was fallen. And I took the crown that was upon his head, and the bracelet that was on his arm, and have brought them hither unto my Lord. Then David took hold on his clothes, and rent them, and likewise all the men that were with him, and they mourned. I am confused. Went. Hold on just a moment. Hold on a moment. I am so confused. Because what I understood in chapter 31 of First Samuel is that Saul was slain, but he asked his armor bearer, you know, he was hit by the sword, but he asked his armor bearer to finish him off because he didn't want them to take him captive. His armor bearer wouldn't do it, so Saul killed himself. And then the armor bearer turned around and killed himself. So here's this guy running to David, and he's telling him a different story, unless I'm misunderstanding it. And it's actually another person he's talking about, but let's review it again. 
And David said unto the young man, How do you know it's Saul and Jonathan? And the young man said, As I happened by chance upon a Mount Gilboa, behold, Saul leaned upon his spear. And lo, the chariots and horsemen followed hard after him. Okay, so that's where he killed himself. And when he looked behind him, he saw me and called unto me. Oh, he was still alive. Okay. And I answered, Here am I. And he said unto me, Who art thou? And I said, I'm an Amalekite. And he said unto me, Stand, I pray thee, upon me. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I get it now. He had him pushing down on the sword. Oh, and slay me, for anguish has come upon me, because my life is yet holy me. In other words, he couldn't kill himself. Oh. So I stood upon him and slew him, because I was sure that he could not live after that. He was fallen. And I took the crown that was upon his head. Oh, that is so sad. And the bracelet that was on his arm, and have brought them to you, my Lord. And David took hold of his clothes and rent him, and likewise all the men that were with him. Oh, so he knew for sure it was Saul. Oh, so and sad. And fasted until even, for Saul and for Jonathan his son, and for the people of the Lord, and for the house of Israel, because they were fallen by the sword. Oh. And David said unto the young man that told him, Whence art thou? And he answered, I am the son of a stranger, an Amalekite. And David said unto him, how wast thou not afraid to stretch forth thine hand to destroy the Lord's <gasps> anointed? Oh, my goodness. And David called one of the young men and said, Go near and fall upon him. And he smote him that he died. What? And David said unto him, Thy blood be upon thy head. For thy mouth hath testified against thee, saying, I have slain the Lord's anointed. Wow. And David lamented with this lamentation over Saul and over Jonathan his son. Also he bade them teach the children of Judah the use of the bow. Behold, it is written in the book of Jasher. Wow. The beauty of Israel is slain upon thy high places. How are the mighty fallen? Wow. Tell it not in Gath. Publish it not in the streets of Ashkelon, lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice. Wow. Lest the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. He knew he Israel had fallen. Let there be no dew. Neither let there be rain upon you, nor fields of offerings. What? For there the shield of the mighty is vilely cast away. The shield of Saul, as though he had not been anointed with oil. Oh. the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan turned not back, and the sword of Saul returned not empty. Saul and Jonathan were lovely and pleasant in their lives, and in their death they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles. Oh. They were stronger than lions. Ye daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, who clothed you in scarlet oh. with other delights, who put on ornaments of gold upon your apparel. How are the mighty fallen in the midst of the battle, O Jonathan? Thou wast slain in thine high places. I am distressed for thee, my brother Jonathan. Very pleasant hast thou been unto me. Oh. Thy love to me was wonderful, passing the love of women. Wow. How are the mighty fallen, and the weapons of war perished. Oh. It's something how he killed that guy because he killed Saul. Even though Saul asked him, huh? He was thinking he had mercy on Saul. It came to pass after this that David inquired of the Lord, saying, 
shall I go up into any of the cities of Judah? And the Lord said unto him, Go up. And David said, Whither shall I go up? And he said, Unto Hebron. So David went up thither, and his two wives also, Ahinoam, a Jezreelitess, and Abigail, Nabal's wife, a Carmelite. And his men that were with him did David bring up, every man with his household. And they dwelt in the cities of Hebron. And the men of Judah came, and there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. And they told David, saying, well. that the men of Jabesh Gilead were they that buried Saul. And David sent messengers unto the men of Jabesh Gilead, and said unto them, Blessed be ye of the Lord, that ye have shown this kindness unto your Lord, even unto Saul, and have buried him. Oh. And now the Lord show kindness and truth unto you. And I also will requite you this kindness, because ye have done this thing. Therefore now, let your hands be strengthened, and be ye valiant. For your master Saul is dead, and also the house of Judah have anointed me king over them. But Abner, the son of Ner, captain of Saul's host, took Ish-bosheth, the son of Saul, and brought him over to Mahanaim, and made him king over Gilead, and over the Asherites, and over Jezreel, and over Ephraim, and over Benjamin, and over all Israel. Ish-bosheth, Saul's son, was forty years old when he began to reign over Israel, and reigned two years. But the house of Judah followed David. Oh, wow. At the time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. And Abner, the son of Ner, and the servants of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, went out from Mahanaim to Gibeon. And Joab, the son of Zeruiah, and the servants of David went out and met together by the pool of Gibeon. And they sat down, the one on the one side of the pool and the other on the other side of the pool. And Abner said to Joab, let the young men now arise and play before us. And Joab said, Let them arise. Then there arose and went over by number twelve of Benjamin, which pertained to Ishbosheth the son of Saul, and twelve of the servants of David. And they caught every one his fellow by the head, and thrust his sword in his fellow's side, so they fell down together. What? Wherefore that place was called Helkath Azurim, which is in Gibeon. And there was a very sore battle that day, and Abner was beaten, and the men of Israel, before the servants of David. Wow. And there were three sons of Zeruiah there, Joab, and Abishai, and Asahel. And Asahel was as light of foot as a wild roe. And Asahel pursued after Abner, and in going he turned not to the right hand nor to the left from following Abner. Wow. And Abner looked behind him and said, Art thou Asahel? And he answered, I am. And Abner said to him, Turn thee aside to thy right hand or to thy left, and lay thee hold on one of the young men, and take thee his armor. But Azahel would not turn aside from following of him. And Abner said again to Azahel, Turn thee aside from following me. Wherefore should I smite thee to the ground? How then should I hold up my face to Joab thy brother? Howbeit he refused to turn aside. Wherefore Abner with the hinder end of the spear, smote him under the fifth rib. What? But the spear came out behind him, and he fell down there and died in the same place. Oh, man. And it came to pass that as many as came to the place where Azahel fell down and died, stood still. Wow. Joab also and Abishai pursued after Abner, 
and the sun went down when they were come to the hill of Amah, that lieth before Giah by the way of the wilderness of Gibeon. And the children of Benjamin gathered themselves together after Abner, and became one troop, and stood on the top of an hill. These are Saul's people. And Abner called to Joab and said, Shall the sword devour forever? Knowest thou not that it will be bitterness in the latter end? How long shall it be then, ere thou bid the people return from following their brethren? And Joab said, As God liveth, unless thou hadst spoken. Surely then in the morning the people had gone up every one from following his brother. So Joab blew a trumpet, and all the people stood still, and pursued after Israel no more, wow. neither fought they any more. Wow. And Abner and his men walked all that night through the plain, and passed over Jordan, and went through all Bithron, and they came to Mahanaim. And Joab returned from following Abner, and when he had gathered all the people together, there lacked of David's servants nineteen men, and Azahel. But the servants of David had smitten of Benjamin, and of Abner's men, so that three hundred and three score men died. Wow. And they took up Azahel, and buried him in the sepulchre of his father, which was in Bethlehem. And Joab and his men went all night, and they came to Hebron at break of day. Wow. Second Samuel 3. Now there was long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. But David waxed stronger and stronger, and the house of Saul waxed weaker and weaker. And unto David were sons born in Hebron, and his firstborn was Amnon, of Ahinoam, the Jezreelitess, and his second, Chiliab, of Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite, and the third, Absalom, the son of Makkah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Gesher. Oh, we got another one. Adonijah, the son of Haggith, and the fifth, Shephatiah, the son of Abital, and the sixth, Ithriam, by Egla, David's wife. These were born to David in Hebron. How many wives they got? It came to pass while there was war between the house of Saul and the house of David. I mean, he's got four or five. For the house of Saul. And Saul had a concubine whose name was Rizpah, the daughter of Ai. And Ishbosheth said to Abner, Wherefore hast thou gone in unto my father's concubine? Then was Abner very wroth for the words of Ishbosheth, and said, Am I a dog's head, which against Judah do show kindness this day unto the house of Saul thy father, to his brethren, and to his friends, and have not delivered thee into the hand of David, that thou chargest me today with a fault concerning this woman? So do God to Abner, and more also, except as the Lord hath sworn to David, even so I do to him. To translate the kingdom from the house of Saul, and to set up the throne of David over Israel and over Judah, from Dan even to Beersheba. And he could not answer Abner a word again, because he feared him. And Abner sent messengers to David on his behalf, saying, Whose is the land? Saying also, Make thy league with me, and behold, my hand shall be with thee, to bring about all Israel unto thee. Mm. And he said, Well, I will make a league with thee. But one thing I require of thee, that is, thou shalt not see my face, except thou first bring Michael, Saul's daughter, 
when thou comest to see my face. What? Let me pause, pause, pause. Oh my gosh. Y'all know what that means, Brad. Remember, Saul stole her from him and gave her to another man. Wow. So David sent messengers to him, saying, Deliver my wife, Michael, which you espoused unto me for a hundred foreskins. Oh, okay, here we go. Come to see my face. Oh, my goodness. That messengers to Ish-bosheth, Saul's son, saying, Deliver me my wife, Michael, which I espoused to me for an hundred foreskins of the Philistines. And Ish-bosheth sent and took her from her husband. Wow. Even from... Baltiel, the son of Laish. Wow. And her husband went with her, along weeping behind her to Bahurim. Oh, man. And said Abner unto him, Go, return. And he returned. Oh, man. And Abner had communication with the elders of Israel, saying, He sought for David in times past to be king over you. Now then do it. For the Lord hath spoken of David, saying, By the hand of my servant David, I will save my people Israel out of the hand of the Philistines and out of the hand of all their enemies. And Abner also spake in the ears of Benjamin. And Abner went also to speak in the ears of David in Hebron all that seemed good to Israel, and that seemed good to the whole house of Benjamin. Wow. So Abner came to David to Hebron, and twenty men with him. And David made Abner and the men that were with him a feast. And Abner said unto David, I will arise and go and will gather all Israel unto my lord the king, that they may make a league with thee, and that thou mayest reign over all that thine heart desireth. Wow. And David sent Abner away, and he went in peace. And behold, the servants of David and Joab came from pursuing a troop, and brought in a great spoil with them. But Abner was not with David in Hebron, for he had sent him away, and he was gone in peace. Right. When Joab and all the host that was with him were come, they told Joab, saying, Abner the son of Ner came to the king, and he hath sent him away, and he is gone in peace. Uh-oh. Then Joab came to the king and said, What hast thou done? Behold, Abner came unto thee. Why is it that thou hast sent him away, and he is quite gone? Thou knowest Abner the son of Ner, that he came to deceive thee, and to know thy going oh, no. out and thy coming in, and to know all that thou doest. We know how that and is. And when Joab was come out from David, he sent messengers after Abner, which brought him again from the well of Sirah. But David knew it not. Oh, Lord. And when Abner was returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside in the gate to speak with him quietly, and smote him there <gasps> under the fifth rib that he died. What? For the blood of Azahel, his brother. Wow. And afterward, when David heard it, he said, I and my kingdom are guiltless before the Lord forever from the blood of Abner, the son of Ner. Wow. Let it rest on the head of Joab and on all his father's house. And let there not fail from the house of Joab one that hath an issue <gasps> or that is a leper. What? Or that leaneth on a staff or that falleth on the sword or that lacketh bread. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Can you believe that, Bride? Okay, let's recap what happened there. This is a principle to learn. David had made peace with this man. 
right? So the man leaves and said, I'm going to make everybody have peace with you in the kingdom. You are the rightful heir, and I'm going to make you king with everybody, Benjaminites and all. So he leaves. Well, this guy comes in from war and says, what have you done? This guy is a deceiver. So the guy goes out after him, captures him, and kills him. David finds out, and he punishes him and his whole household. And look what he does, bride. He says right here, I and my kingdom are guiltless, and let it rest on your head. There will nobody in your house that will not have some type of issue, whether they're a leper, and whether they die by a staff or sword, or that lacks bread. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we're on verse 30. So Joab and Abishai, his brother, slew Abner, because he had slain their brother Azahel at Gibeon in the battle. And David said to Joab and to all the people that were with him, Rend your clothes, and gird you with sackcloth, and mourn before Abner. And King David himself followed the bier. Wow. And they buried Abner in Hebron. And the king lifted up his voice and wept at the grave of Abner. And all the people wept. Well. And the king lamented over Abner and said, Died Abner as a fool dieth. So he didn't thy get honored. Nor thy feet put into fetters. As a man falleth before wicked men, so fellest thou. And all the people wept again over him. Oh. And when all the people came to cause David to eat meat while it was yet day, David swore, saying, So do God to me, and more also if I taste bread or aught else. Till the sun be down. Wow. And all the people took notice of it, and it pleased them. As whatsoever the king did pleased all the people. For all the people in all Israel understood that day that it was not of the king to slay Abner the son of Ner. And the king said unto his servants, Know ye not that there is a prince and a great man fallen this day in Israel? And I am this day weak, though anointed king. And these men, the sons of Zeruiah, be too hard for me. The Lord shall reward the doer of evil according to his wickedness. Wow. Whew, it's some good stuff. All right, chapter 4. Second Samuel 4. And when Saul's son heard that Abner was dead in Hebron, his hands were feeble, and all the Israelites were troubled. And Saul's son had two men that were captains of bands. The name of the one was Barnah, and the name of the other, Rechab, the sons of Ramon, a Virophite, of the children of Benjamin. For Beroth also was reckoned to Benjamin. And the Berothites fled to Gitaim, and were sojourners there until this day. And Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son that was lame of his feet. Oh. He was five years old when the tidings came of Saul and Jonathan out of Jezreel. Oh, he had a son. And his nurse took him up and fled. And it came to pass, as she made haste to flee, that he fell and became lame. Oh, that is so sad. And his name was Mephibosheth. And the sons of Ramon, the Berothite, Rechab and Banah went, and came about the heat of the day to the house of Ishbosheth, who lay on a bed at noon. Oh. And they came thither into the midst of the house, as though they would have fetched wheat. And they smote him under the fifth rib. What? And Rechab and Barnah, his brother, escaped. But when they came into the house, he lay on his bed in his bedchamber. And they smote him, 
and slew him, and beheaded him, and took his head, and gat them away through the plain all night. And they brought the head of Ishbosheth unto David to Hebron, and said to the king, Behold, the head of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, thine enemy, which sought thy life. And the Lord hath avenged my lord the king this day of Saul, and of his seed. Wow. And David answered Rechab and Barnai, his brother, the sons of Ramon, the Berethite, and said unto them, As the Lord liveth, who hath redeemed my soul out of all adversity? When one told me, saying, Behold, Saul is dead, thinking to have brought good tidings, I took hold of him and slew him in Ziklag, yeah. who thought that I would have given him a reward for his tidings. Mm -hmm. How much more? When wicked men have slain a righteous person in his own house upon his bed, oh, man. shall I not therefore now require his blood of your hand and take you away from the earth? Wow. And David commanded his young men, and they slew them and cut off their hands and their feet and hanged them up over the pool in Hebron. But they took the head of Ishbosheth and buried it in the sepulchre of Abner in Hebron. Wow, isn't that something? Okay, we're on the last chapter of the day. They thought they was doing the king justice by killing that, but he had honored Saul. Then came all the tribes of Israel to David unto Hebron, and spake, saying, Behold, we are thy bone and thy flesh. Aww. Also in time past, when Saul was king over us, thou wast he that leddest out and broughtest in Israel. And the Lord said to thee, Thou shalt feed my people Israel, and thou shalt be a captain over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king to Hebron, and King David made a league with them in Hebron before the Lord. And they anointed David king over Israel. So now it's official. David was thirty years old when he began to reign. Wow. And he reigned forty years. Oh. In Hebron he reigned over Judah seven years and six months. And in Jerusalem he reigned thirty and three years over all Israel and Judah. Wow. And the king and his men went to Jerusalem unto the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land, which spake unto David, saying, Except thou take away the blind and the lame, thou shalt not come in hither, thinking, David cannot come in hither. Hmm. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion. The same is the city of David. And David said on that day, Whosoever getteth up to the gutter, and smiteth the Jebusites, and the lame and the blind, that are hated of David's soul, he shall be chief and captain. Wherefore they said, The blind and the lame shall not come into the house. Hmm. So David dwelt in the fort, and called it the city of David. And David built round about from Milo and inward. And David went on, and grew great, and the Lord God of hosts was with him. And Hiram wow. and Tar sent messengers to David, and cedar trees, and carpenters, and masons, and they built David a house. Oh. And David perceived that the Lord had established him king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for his people Israel's sake. And David took him, more concubines and wives out of Jerusalem, after he was come from Hebron, and there were yet sons and daughters born to David. And these be the names of those that were born unto him in Jerusalem. Shammua, and Shabab, and Nathan, 
and Solomon. Mm, there's and Solomon. And Elishua, and Nepheg, and Japhia, and Elishama, and Eliada, and Eliphalet. But when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines came up to seek David, and David heard of it, and went down to the hold. Oh, Lord. The Philistines also came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up to the Philistines? Wilt thou deliver them into mine hand? And the Lord said unto David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into thine hand. Wow. And At least he seeks the Lord, huh? Perazim. And David smote them there and said, The Lord hath broken forth upon mine enemies before me as the breach of waters. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal Perazim. And there they left their images. And David and his men burned them. Wow, got rid of the idols, all right. And spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, Thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them, and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And let it be, when thou hearest the sound of a going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt bestir thyself. For then shall the Lord go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. Wow. And David did so, as the Lord had commanded him, and smote the Philistines from Geba until thou come to Gaza. Okay, now, Brad, I want to point this out, because this is the last chapter of the day. Notice how David inquired of the Lord before he did anything. And then, sometimes God said yes, and sometimes he said no. But David honored all of his instructions, didn't he? And isn't it amazing how David did not, how David honored his word to Saul when he said, please do not dishonor my children. He did, so this is some good stuff, Bride. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow.